Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachardis and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Marios Hachikiriakos. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Marios, let's begin over in the States with the Fed. Officials have said that they're prepared to do whatever it takes to cool inflation, which in practice means they plan to raise interest rates quickly. How has this announcement affected markets so far? Hello, Maria. Uh, well, the Fed is taking a page out of Mario Draghi's book. He was the first one to say we're willing to do whatever it takes. Uh, but the Fed is using it in the opposite fashion. The Fed is saying we're willing to raise interest rates as far as we need to to cool down inflation. Now, uh, that message has sent shockwaves across markets. Uh, what we've seen is just traders pricing in faster rate increases. Uh, right now, uh, remember the Fed already raised interest rates once uh, this month, and the markets are pricing in another seven and a half uh, quarter point rate increases by the end of the year. Now that would bring the federal funds rate uh, just above 2% uh, by December. Now, this obviously has pushed uh, yields on U.S. bonds much higher, and you would have expected the dollar to just uh, strengthen across the board, uh, given all of this. But that hasn't really happened. Instead of dollar strength, what we've seen in the markets is yen weakness. I think this boils down to a signaling effect. So when the Fed hits the brakes and tells you we're going to raise interest rates with force, the markets expect everyone else to follow suit. So even in Europe, uh, traders are pricing in faster rate increases by the European Central Bank. Uh, they're pricing two rate increases for this year. Obviously, the ECB is going to be much slower than the Fed, uh, but still, this this repricing has been enough to to offset the impact on euro dollar. Now, the exception to that uh, is the Bank of Japan. The Bank of Japan is the only major central bank that's not expected to raise interest rates this year. And as a result, we have seen the yen uh, get demolished lately because yields uh, are rising everywhere except for Japan. That means the yen becomes less attractive uh, from a relative interest uh, interest rate perspective. And uh, that's exactly what we've seen lately. The dollar-yen, the pair, it has risen 6% over the last three weeks, which is a huge move for uh, currency terms. Right. Now, on Friday, April 1st, we'll get employment data out of the U.S. What are we expecting there and what reaction are we likely to see in the U.S. dollar? Well, it's expected to be another solid report. So non-farm payrolls are expected at 450,000. The unemployment rate is set to fall uh, a little bit further. And most importantly, wages are expected to accelerate. Now, I say that's the most important because Everyone knows that the the labor market is so strong. And since the economy is approaching full employment, the single most important variable for the Fed now is wage growth, because Fed officials see wage growth as an early indicator of inflation. Uh, So what are we expecting in the markets? Uh, Like I I said, uh, investors are pricing in 7.5 rate increases for the rest of the year. Now, that really means that the market is split between seven or eight 
uh, more rate increases. And if we do get a solid report, that could help uh, tip the scales towards eight rate increases and perhaps uh, support the dollar a little bit. We'll also get inflation stats from Europe next week. Inflation has been raging in the euro area. And given the ongoing war in Ukraine and all the geopolitical uncertainty, what are we expecting from this data and how might euro dollar be affected? Well, is expected to, to accelerate even further. Uh, if you look at the latest PMI business surveys, for example, those suggest that uh, inflationary pressures hit a, uh, another record high in March. Uh, now, look, we're probably going to see higher inflation in Europe. The question is, how much does that really matter for the European Central Bank? So the markets are already pricing in two rate increases by the European Central Bank for this year. I I don't think that we can go further than that because you know, the Fed has the luxury to raise interest rates you know, eight times, for example, but the European Central Bank doesn't because the, the war in Ukraine, uh, it also implies slower growth in Europe. There's even a chance of a recession happening in Europe. So, you know, the European Central Bank wants to get inflation under control, but they can't go as hard as the Fed will, because if they do raise interest rates multiple times, that would increase the risk of a recession even further. And, you know, that, that's probably something they want to avoid. So it's difficult for me to see the ECB doing more than what the markets have already priced in. And uh, look, for the euro, I think it's very difficult to be bullish these days. In the near term, it really comes down to, to the war in Ukraine, uh, whether we see a ceasefire. If we do see a ceasefire in Ukraine, that probably allows for a relief rally in euro dollar. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's, that will only be a relief rally. It's tough for me to see a sustained sort of healthy rally as long as the growth outlook for Europe is uh, so fragile. Marius, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.